Hey everyone, Gooey here. Um, not long after we recorded this episode was when we heard of the sad news of the passing of Lance Reddick. And uh, yeah, it's it it's such a bummer. It's so sad. Um, you know, he was an amazing part of not just this series, but, you know, he had so many amazing roles that uh really uh captivated <laughs> for lack of a better term uh over the years um and just yeah he seemed like a great guy to work with you know you only ever hear amazing things about him and it's just sad you know because i'm sure that uh there was a lot more you know that he probably wanted to do but um yeah so our thoughts you know our thoughts go out to his family and everyone affected by the news and uh yeah i obviously we we mentioned we mentioned him a couple times in this episode i believe but uh yeah just in terms of the movies we're talking about here today like you know, it can't it can't be understated how uh much he adds to this franchise and uh I don't know, I was I was thinking back and going through all the you know, extra interviews and stuff like this for uh this series and it always seemed like he had you know, he had a a lot of interesting stuff he was bringing to the table and I don't know. Um, he definitely uh, enriched the series in a lot of ways. So, yeah. Like I said, thoughts out to um, his family and everyone affected. And, yeah. Anyway, um, thanks everybody for listening. And here is our episode on John Wick chapters 2 and 3. Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Gooey Fame to talk about a movie that is not a video game movie. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm great. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm stoked, though. It's, We're throwing it's out all the rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we set up these rules and we're breaking them all. We're doing two movies in one. We are covering a non-video game movie, but I feel like this is like a special, a special occasion because uh, we got a, we got a big movie on the horizon about to come out, and I'm not talking about the Mario Bros. movie. I'm talking about one even bigger, even badder, even more badass. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean we got we got away with doing the first one because it was like my birthday kind of, and but now I think the John Wick franchise. It's like it's like an officially a virtual theater movie. It's one of those, I, you know. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's like it's got all the properties of a uh, of a video game adaptation too. Or like it's like it looks slick. It's like not overly 
it's not like over it's not overacted or anything like that like it's it's kind of got that that quality to it you know that makes it uh, fit right in it's it's a little goofy you know what i mean like it's yep. a little silly and it's just like it's just wild you know the movies are all wild that's how i describe them they are wild indeed <laughs> i dude holy so i i had um I actually hadn't watched John... So we're going to be covering John Wick 2 and John Wick 3. We're going to do both. But um, I hadn't actually watched John Wick 3 since the first time I had watched it. And I... Oh, my God. I was... I remembered, like, most of the big moments. But there were some where I was just like, oh, shit. Just watching him and just, like, (laughs) going nuts. And and then, like, I've, I've seen John Wick 2 a bunch. I actually... I don't know. I might say that John Wick 2 is my favorite so far what what would you say is yours i think that's a good choice um so when i there's something i like about each of them I, I the first one i like because i think it's just the most like tightest of the movies you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like just the most yeah. solid all-around movie it, it's it's simple it gets the job done you know it I, I always think of seeing it for the first time and just blowing my mind you know so that's that one strength. The second one I feel like is really good at like like expanding the world and making it bigger bigger. And I think it's a really good sequel. So I, I think it's just that's purely its strength. And then the third one, I think, is my favorite in terms of it's where they were like I feel like they were with the action, especially in that one, like really trying to branch out and do other things. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Perfect way to say it. The way it starts. Even it feels like they were just like, let's do a crazy scene like this and like this. Whereas the other ones, they kept it more, you know, that's what works about, you know, the first one, I think especially, but it's a very more specific style of action. Whereas they kind of broaden it and like make it more diverse, you know, as it goes on. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Like, you're definitely right. Each one of them, I mean, each one of them is awesome, clearly, but each one of them kind of brings something new and unique to the table. Uh, what what makes two stand out for me is, well, I, I think I would agree that, like, the first John Wick is, like, the most tightest, most grounded story of the bunch. John Wick 2 just, like, has all these, like, spectacular set pieces, and, like, it, like, it felt like the action was, like, really like leveling up in a big way. And, um, and I really did like John wick three as well. Like it's, it's, they're all like so close together there. There's, I have one gripe with John wick three that, that just brings it down a little bit Mm. lower than the other ones, which we'll get to in a bit. But yeah, John wick two is just like, it's like damn near, I think a perfect movie actually. I, yeah, I think I might know what you're talking about. And I think that's why, like if you compare if if we're talking about the same thing, I think if you compare that element to how they handle it in John Wick Two, I think it's better in that movie. Yeah, uh, and even <laughs> well, like we'll John see. Wick One, but I mean, like, kind of at this point, like it's it's almost like, and and you can speak to this more than I can because I'm not really a big fan of these movies, but it almost feels to me like they're they're taking the same path that like fast and the furious did where like each movie kind of gets more outrageous and there's more stuff. And like this, it's, it's like, it's constantly trying to top what, what has been done before. I I don't know. Do you think that's like a fair comparison? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that's been the case so far with each one. And that's where, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a double edged sword because 
part of me is like, I, I, I don't care. I, I could gladly, you know, watch this <laughs> forever. Uh, yeah. and just let them keep, you know, let them keep trying different things and doing whatever. Like it has like each one I've liked, but it does like it, it robs some of them. Like the third one in particular of like, um, totally satisfying conclusion because it's like, yeah, we're, we got to keep this going type situation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, this is what I kind of, I, I kind of figured that we would do here. So I took like some very, very basic notes, mostly just of, like badass moments that were <laughs> awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but I figured we could start with John Wake two, kind of maybe go over some characters, maybe go over some scenes, talk about what we like, and then flip over to, uh, to John Wake three once we're done. And, um, man, the opening of John Wick 2 is just, like, so unbelievably awesome. Like, it's so awesome. First of all, like, I actually love the, um, the Italian gang, Italian gangster, Russian gangster, I can't remember. The Russian, yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. I actually love this guy, like, he's just, like... uh, Peter Stormare is the actor who plays him, and he, he is going, like... Well, like, okay, Vigo in the first movie it was fucking awesome, but, like, he's, like, even more ridiculous. That Like, Vigo's, yeah. he's a little less grounded, you know what I mean? I think that also just showed, that's, like, the, the first movie is ridiculous in a way, but I think they, like, these go, as they go on, they get even more, like, ca- cartoony or comic booky, you know, as, as they go on. But I think it's been in, in, like, a good way. I think it's fun. I, I think it's fun too, and like this this guy, uh, the actor for uh, for just a quick second, Peter uh, Stormare, he's actually been in, like a ton of stuff that I I really like, like Minority Report and Bad Boys. And, yep, yep. Uh, he's Jurassic in Far- Park. Fargo. He's awesome. Yeah, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's he, he does he's, a great job. Yeah, I just I love that like. He just like knows he's fucked since John is there. Like, like a lot of other people are just like, I'm gonna go and kill him, and he's just kind of like sitting there enjoying like a drink and a and a cigar before what he probably thinks is like his death. And he's just like, if John's here, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. And I, I love that, and I, I'd like to believe that's maybe why, uh, maybe why John let him live. And I kind of, I kind of like that honor among, you know, honor among yeah. thieves. We well, we see that come back. Like John Wick does that a lot in this movie, and I always think it's yeah. I always think it's fun after he like kills like dozens of guys. <laughs> be like, yeah. And you you know, like it always works with the story and everything. I like I like how they justify it in the world. And you also see I just remembered you just see like that edging up of like the ridiculousness. Like if you compare Peter Stormare's like henchman to the guy in the first movie, I forgot his name, but he's the guy who's in all those commercials in the first yeah. movie he's awesome he's amazing i think he's they're both they have a great chemistry in that but then f- we just see this one guy's henchman for like a moment and he looks so insane <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know just like the, they make them all a little bit more they're more goofy they're all more goofy. yeah they're more fun i think is a is a nice word like they, they're, they're fun they're leaning into like um if even in the first one, they then they say they were trying to do this in the first one is they wanted it to feel like they acknowledge right away that it's ridiculous, like that everyone knows who he who he is, and yeah. they pay with these crime coins, and they kind of are embracing it. They're like, they say even in the first one that they wanted it to have a graphic novel feel, which is a little. I think using that term is silly, but I get what they're saying. Um, sure, and so I like them like leaning into it. 
I think is, I don't know. I, I love it. I, I think it's so just like the premise of that opening scene is so funny. Cause he's like, I want my car. And he goes to like, proceed to completely like destroy fuck up yeah. this car. Like this thing is like, it's so funny like actually that he's like driving it after he's done because it's like there's no way this car should be like (laughs) at all put together but it is which is actually like kind of hilarious but well it's it's because it's it's great because it shows it's really not even about the car you know (laughs) it's it's just like it's so awesome like the my god some of the some of the kills in here are just like outrageous but actually i wrote down there's a bump that John Wick takes when he's hit by a car that is, like, fucking insane. Oh, he, like, slams into a pole or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that's... It's, that's It's gnarly. sickening. It's <laughs> sickening. Like, I was sitting there just, like... Like, the thing about these movies that I love so much is, like, you can... Like, I'm watching it in my basement, and unfortunately, I've only ever watched it... Like, kind of at home. Like, I haven't really watched these movies with friends or anything like that. Or, like, in a theater, which would be... I can't wait to watch John Wick 4 for that reason. To, like, kind of go, like, oh, together. But, like, even Sam and I were in the basement. And this car destroys Keanu Reeves. And we're just like, oh, my God! We're losing our minds. Just, like, screaming at the top of our lungs in our our basement. So, like, (laughs) it's just... It's got such good, like... I don't even know what the word for that is. But it's, like... Just the reactions from watching this are just so like strong. It's visceral. <laughs> you feel yeah. it. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. Yeah, John Wick, that's another thing. He takes like an inhuman amount of damage in the movies. But I, I don't really care about that. Uh, I like that at least they I love actually that they beat him up and they portray him as like beat up, even though like yeah, when he falls off that fucking building, like he probably would have died. <laughs> but that's you know yeah. that's that's okay. That's okay. I it's it's at le- as long as they sell it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that scene is pretty. That's a stretch, but I mean <laughs> that's the only one that in the series so far that I think is like a stretch. Although actually, I'm jumping like way ahead to John Wick three here, but I do think it's like really badass when you do in that final scene and like you do see him become like the boogeyman like he does disappear for a bit and it's like shit this guy is like he might be beat up and exhausted and tired but like he's still like john wick i i actually love that scene but the very um, very end you're talking about yeah like the very yeah. end like the very end fight i thought that was so awesome oh oh the very end fight okay yeah i get what you're okay that, yeah. that Wait, was we'll, awesome, we'll talk yeah. about that more when when we get there but uh mm-hmm. yeah it's just a amazing opening scene from John Wick 2 kind of sets the stage. Like, each John Wick movie almost, like, has that Bond opening action piece at the very beginning, which I love. Yeah. Well, after... Because the first one really doesn't. But then... Yeah, I, I guess you're right. The first one doesn't. But but I feel like 2 and 3 kind of do in their own oh, unique 100%. way. Oh, 100%. That's why... That's something I, I do like about them. And, yeah, it just sets the tone, I think, pretty well. And, and it's cool because, like... I I actually do like as and I especially like it if they're gonna if they are gonna just keep making a crap load and it'll never end. Um, I I actually sort of like that they all just kind of flow into each other. You know what I mean? Like the um, yeah they I think feel like they all happen in the same week. It's still like 2014 in the John Wick universe, maybe, but like how it's I'm, like I'm pretty sure it is. Like I think like two takes place immediately after three, and then three immediately after two, which I kind of yeah. dig. Granted, he travels, you know, internationally and stuff, so there's probably 
It's it's probably all the same year though, right? Um, but yeah, I love. I, yeah, I, I do like that. How it's just like it it, it 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 every time it's felt like oh yeah, like this would still be going on, you know, and and like they they do a good job of like justifying. I think they've always done a good job <clears throat> of justifying the story continuing. I think. I think so. Like, and and I guess that leads us right to the next point. Is like so. Um, I I thought. Like, it was a really good, like, I thought that they did a really good job of, like, tying in why John now has to do more crazy shit. Because, like, the the crime boss Santino comes back and you kind of learn about markers and, and all that. And it's like, okay, well, like, I guess, like, that that does make, like, legitimate sense. And I kind of actually agreed with his point of view where it's like, well, like you got out and I was going to honor the, you know, I was going to honor that. But now that I see you going on this rampage and killing people, like I want my favor back. I actually kind of like, I I was like, okay, like, I think that's fair. And maybe he was lying. Maybe he wasn't, but like, I, uh, I thought that the whole marker concept was like cool and like a good way to, to get him like back, you know, in the game for a sequel. Yeah. It's a good, I like, I like when like they come up with a good lore creation, but uh, you know, to get, like the story going and i think it's fun like that that's why i i love like the expanding lore of the john wick universe i know some people are like oh it's but be- it have said like it's better when you know less and as it goes on it becomes less mysterious and less cool but i think they do a good job in each one of like doling out little bits and still keeping keeping like things mysterious so i'm sure one day it it's like the x files right where it'll It'll all yeah. run out. <laughs> It'll run out eventually, probably. Well, like, I feel like even after three movies, like, you really don't know that much about, like, the high table or, like, kind of a lot of the different rules that govern it. And, like, you you know, like, the basics and stuff like that. But there is, like, there's a lot there left to, you know, left to unpack. I'm, um, I'm glad that there's just, like, no scenes where they, like, need to really explain a ton of things. I feel like even though they do that a little bit, it's always been to like, to make it up for a plot reason. Like in this, it's like, Hey, you know, the marker thing. And now that's going to, I think that's fun going forward. Cause it went in into the third movie. I thought it worked really well. Um, that's just a cool, I think that's just a cool device in this world. It's like, it's a, it's a good plot device too. Cause it puts like characters just in, in just like really, really impossible scenarios that kind of, you know, like, I think if you're watching John Wick 3, you, you could really question, like, what Sophia's gonna do, or, like, you know, I, I think, like, you kind of saw, like, the, the repercussions of declining a marker, where, like, John gets his house burned down, which, by the way, every single person watching that scene doesn't care about his house, they're wondering where the dog is, because uh-huh. they're like, we cannot do this again, we can't, we cannot <laughs> have another dog. I love like, that they've, they've taken great pains to, like, be like, we're not the dog killing franchise. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that the dog was, he was just like safe. He never has a leash. He still doesn't have a name, but he just fought. He's so obedient and follows John. Yeah, so awesome. he loves the, he loves the concierge. Like, yes, I, I love There's, it. They're buddies. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a pretty badass scene too. And he gets his fucking house torched. Like, oof. Oh yeah. I, I, you could feel it. I was pissed. Not as pissed as when the dog died, but... No. I, like, part of me was just like, John, I think you should have just said yes, and then maybe just, like, not done it. I don't know. But, like, 
you, you, you could tell like you were going to, something bad was going to happen if you said no. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you should have just, you know, did it because he eventually had to do it anyways. Winston told him he had to. I feel like this guy is the best villain they've had too. Uh, Santino. You know what? You know what? I I think he's an awesome villain, but I I actually I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure I do. Oh, really? I just yeah. think in terms of like how much he sucks and I and I hate him. Cuz <laughs> like he he is a great shit heel. Like he is he's awesome at making you despise him cuz he's he's just so slimy and like the one I guy think the mom- sucks the more moment that the sells it. Sorry, but well, yeah, okay. I think that I can't remember his name, Yosef uh, or whatever. He but, he was the shittiest, but but then Santino he, is pretty good. Santino does more, like he does a lot of stuff, like where he he blows up his house. Then he's like, then I want you to kill my sister, who is clearly yeah. like one of his good friends, it seems. And then after he does that, and he's like, oh, thanks. Now I'm gonna kill you. It's like you know, like that, the other guy. That's the moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> the moment where you're like, fuck you, man. He's just like, his shit heel level just like leveled up because he's slitter- He's like, I have to, to kill you now for killing my sister. And it's like, you, you ordered this, like, sir, this was yeah, your idea. Son- yeah, yeah. whereas like Yosef, I guess Vigo is the villain in the first one, right? But Yosef, he just hangs out, you know, plays video games or like goes yeah. hot tub in. He doesn't play games, but you know what I mean? He's He just hides the whole movie, whereas this guy, you just want to, like... Like, when John shoots him in the end, you're like, it is like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you that, yeah. I remember being a little bit disappointed. Not disappointed, but, like, when he finally got Yosef, I was like, I want him... I want this to be slow, like, get this, get this <laughs> motherfucker. And I was just like, oh, he just shot him, that's it? But when he shoots Santino, it's just like... Oh shit! It, it it feels very cathartic. They like combined the the two characters of like the the mob boss and the shithead kid into one guy. Yeah, and, you know what? You're you're totally right. Yeah, and that's what makes it satisfying because because like I like Vigo actually. I love him up until the end. I'm kind of rooting for him and. It, the John, the first movie, I mean, it's all it's all awesome. It's this is more on rewatch, I feel like. But like, when he kills Yosef, I'm sort of like, okay, can we just be friends, you know? And then even well, I, though I was the exact same way, because like I I feel like yeah, Vigo was like he was just kind of put in a bad position. Like he, he wasn't his fault. He he now he fucks up because he goes after Willem Dafoe, which is fucking stupid. So, well, yeah. but it's still not hard to root for him up until the end when he's like, at the end, he's like high as fuck or something. And he's like, he's like <laughs> yeah. punking his assistant, you know, with the gun. And he's like, go get him. And he's, you can tell he knows he's going to die. And I'm like, up until the end, I'm like, this is a good guy. Even when he pulls the knife at the very end, I'm like, come on, man, Vigo. <laughs> Whereas this guy, you you just you want him to get shot so bad, and that's the ending of the movie. It's it's so like, oh, and then you know the consequences, you know. So you're just, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but no, yeah. no, this this is great. Like, I I actually I agree with you. That's a that's a really good way to put it. Is like he he is like a good mix of the both of them because he he kind of has that arrogance that I think. I mean, Yosef was arrogant, but he didn't have like power to back his arrogance up. Whereas Santino kind of does a little bit. 
Um, mm-hmm. but he's so he's just so slimy that you really do just like hate his ass. And like, <laughs> I, I think like I think like when you what makes it even worse is like and now I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Um, like when you meet uh, God, what's his sister's name? Uh, Gianna. She seems like awesome. She and she seems like badass and just kind of like a cool character. And like it's uh, it's it's almost like I wish we could have seen more of her versus like yeah. the shit heel. You know, they do a good job of in like that one scene of like selling both her how much she cares for Cassian and the, how her and John are like old friends like they do a, oh her especially it, like through I, I, i'm common and Keanu i, I want to i want to talk about that scene because i think that's one of the best scenes in the movie actually yeah like, it's it, it's so it's so like i don't even know captivating is maybe the word and like i feel like like she um uh, gianna in that in that scene is like like she knows she's about to die and she doesn't try and mess around with it or anything like that. And I feel like, like she's just, I don't know if you agree with this, but like, it felt like she was just like very like seductive and like sexy in that scene. And like, it, it kind of made it like a lot more dangerous almost. I don't know. Like I was, I was getting, it's just like a very, very cool scene. Like the pool in the middle is cool. And like how she chooses to like end her life. I thought was cool versus like letting John do it. And it's, it's just like such a, such a cool scene. Yeah, when John Wick shows up, like, in the reflection, you know, it feels like, oh, it's oh. <laughs> the, the last like, man many people see type feeling. Death's yeah. emissary. Yeah. She, as she puts it. Yes. That's such a sick line. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Something, it's like, she just, like, she, something about the way, like, she acts, I see, like, it's, it's very, like, seductive and kind of pulls you in to, mm-hmm. it makes you, I, it made me believe, like, like, shit, like, I, like, I really don't want her to die and I don't want John to do this, which kind of then transferred that heat over to Santino again. Yeah. So, well, lo- I, a very good scene, very effective on very many levels. And Cassian, in a way, too. Then yeah, you, yeah you and know, Cassian. You see kind of how fierce, like, John Wick is now... He's like the villain in his story in the Cassian movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, okay, so before before we even get to that, because I want to talk about my dude Cassian, but man, the scene where John is getting all his shit is so awesome. It's oh, like, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. getting all the guns, he's getting the suit. He's like, it's just, it's so cool. I, I love that scene. That's the best one in the series. Like that, they tried, yeah. they did it again in three, which I like, where he's like hanging out with Sharon or whatever. But it was so much better than this because, well, one, I think who really sells it is uh, Peter Serafinowicz, I think, is, yeah, yeah. He's the sommelier uh, who's, you know, they're doing the tasting or whatever. Like, he really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, will this, will this be, uh, uh, what, what type of uh, lining? Tactical. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. How about what, uh, how what about, about something? <laughs> yeah, something for dessert. Yeah, that was so awesome. Oh yeah, that was sweet. Oh man. And John Wick, and then he's got a fucking map guy. He's got like a guy with like blueprints. That guy was so sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like really, they have a, a guy for this. And then John Wick goes and he pl- does his like loot drops for the video oh, game man. level. This is why it's a video game level. He's like the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's i think that that i think that might be why like 
this is my favorite movie. Because, like, first of all, like, before John even gets to um, Gianna, like, that that concert is, like, oh, so sick. Oh, the concert is awesome. It, it, I actually, yeah. I was listening to that song today at work, Plastic Heart. It's it's a banger. It's actually, it's a banger. But, it like, the mood is so cool. Like, the vibe is cool. Like I said, that room that she's in is cool. And then, like, the catacombs are, like, fucking badass. Like, they look so awesome. And, like, dude, the lighting in the cat... Like, this movie... Like, these... All three of these movies have, like, so... Like, just amazing lighting and cinematography. And I feel like it, like, pops. Like, pops off the screen in this scene. That's, That's another thing, too, that I think has been cool as the series goes on. As they even... They... They've gotten, like flashier with that stuff as it's gone on and i i love it i eat that shit up you know yeah yeah it just it looks like guy it looks so awesome and like the lighting pretty much always looks awesome and there's like a lot of other locations actually even in this movie that just look incredible but like Mm -hmm. fuck like the 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 blue hue of like the catacombs with like uh, juxtaposed against like the the fire of like all the bullets and stuff just looks like, oh yeah so awesome and fuck that's awesome how he like finds all of his like guns and stuff that he <laughs> left around like when he gets the shotgun it's just like hell yeah this is wicked he's like I think too because like I think he's expecting like obviously he's expecting like common to come after him but I think he's also yeah. expecting uh uh santino's <laughs> crew you know um so santino has a uh, bodyguard played by ruby rose whose name i forget aries is her name uh mute which is uh kind of cool and uh she just she's kind of like an omnipresent like force who yeah john john spies her like spying on him and so i i'm pretty sure he knew he was gonna get screwed by santino earlier but like if it wasn't clear then, it's, like, definitely clear now, because she shows up and just kind of, you know, is like, sorry. Um, and, of course, like, the, the helplessly overmatch, but that, that whole sequence in the catacombs just was, like, so, so awesome. Like, one of my, I think it one might be either my favorite or, like, my second favorite, like, sequence in the entire trilogy so far. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um you know, now oh. that I say that, oh, maybe there might have to be another one actually in there. There's two more that are that are contenders. You know My favorite one, actually, I think in this movie is it's well, it's part of this. It's at the end of the escape where he starts to fight Common. I actually like their fight they have. It's like it's lengthy, and um, I don't know. It's it's cool because I feel like with. Like, even the longest John Wick fights, like, he's not usually fighting one person for longer than 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, killing a bunch of people. And so it was, it was cool to see, like, they kind of positioned Common as another guy like John Wick. And I thought in their fight, they did a good job of, like, conveying that he, you know, obviously we know John Wick's better. But, you know what I mean? Like, he, he gives him a run for his money. And they... Like, I liked how lengthy that fight was when they're fighting down the steps or rolling down the steps. And Oh, that fight was so good. I I think, like, they did a really good job of showing that, like, John kind of got lucky, actually. Like, because I think that that Common would have beat him or Cassian, like, would have beat him if they didn't land on the Continental. Yeah, they they do a good job. The finish (laughs) is good. It it protects him. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's good. Dude. 
the fucking scene where we're there like on the in the sea train or the train station and like John is uh, is on the lower level and Cassie's oh, on the so higher level. Oh, so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so awesome. So another they they've they've acknowledged that this is part of the the comic book world is like, you know, like John Wick is he's like essentially a, a mass shooter who only ever hits bad guys. You know what I mean? Like in both the movies yeah. he's gone to a club and a concert and shot it up. But no innocent people were harmed. <laughs> Only henchmen and bodyguards. And I think the movies start are like they wink at that, especially with this scene where they're just fucking casually walking, shooting guns at each other, and no one notices. And then in the next one, they do it too. Like, well, one, yeah. they shoot guns around horses, and then at the end, they're straight up murdering people in the middle of uh whatever the the train station is there in new york and, and nobody notices no one notices and they're j- and i feel like it's fine because they're like yeah they're ninjas that you <laughs> it's like <laughs> i don't know it's it's ridiculous i i i love that i i love i love it, it. i love it too it's just like they're so good and efficient at like killing people <laughs> that it's like no one no one even notices. Like whatever. Uh, I also think it's always funny how like whenever the I don't know what they call that little room, but that says that sends out the contracts and stuff. It's like every single person in New York is like a fucking assassin. It's like okay, oh well, yeah, here we go. Everyone looking at the um. That was just funny. Yeah. We we were watching, so we just re- we rewatched all of them, and uh, we were watching the first one with uh with nico and 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 nico's had a great time watching all these too but uh was was it his first time watching them yeah yeah (laughs) oh my god and oh my god um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to convince nico to go see in theaters with us hopefully we'll see if i can if i can it shouldn't be hard right (laughs) i'm gonna message him literally right now (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) like but what, what was funny was um i think it was still like early on into the movie but but Nico was was like, it's a little ridiculous that everyone knows John Wick, but then it keeps happening, and then it's like, oh okay, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it it they know that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's a fun element about it. I love that, especially in the third one, where he gets in a random ass taxi cab. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like it's like a normal thing at first but then he pulls out the coin and he's like yeah take him to the continental and he goes yes mr wick <laughs> it's like <laughs> literally everyone just knows who john wick is like yeah he's the most famous assassin in the world <laughs> apparently like this or the network it just goes so deep <laughs> i mean like when when you kind of look at it like the network is like this this high table of organized crime so i mean like it kind of makes sense and they like they sell it like the high table owns like all the politicians and all like the you know like the powerful powerful people too so it's like okay like maybe maybe i can understand that like you know he's a john wick pretty big deal in that world seems like this is like a pretty all-encompassing little you know little organization (laughs) here so i i could be down with that um you know what one thing uh, about cassian actually that i that i really do like is i actually like when they get to the Continental and they, they have to share a drink or whatever, and, like, John is kind of, you know, he's, he's, like, kind of explaining why he had to do what he had to do, and, and like, Cassian understands, and but he's just like, I'm still going to kill you. It'll just be, like, quick and clean. And I was like, oh, man, come on. I want you guys to, like, team <laughs> up. Please. 
No, but it's it's cool to see. Not to be. I like the way they flipped they flip things in both the movies where like John now has someone who's coming after him like pretty much based on the same principles that he was following in the last movie. Um yeah. And that even Vigo was at the end where he's like, "Well, you, you kill it's it almost actually seems like you know we get mad at Santino later but it almost seems like in this world if you if you don't put a hit on the person who killed your family like what you know something bad will happen to you almost like it's like that's their their code is too strong um but maybe Santino's not following that code obviously he's a piece of shit but anyway i like how they flip that they flip like that Basically, like, now this guy's coming after him. And I think this is where um, it really starts with the next one more so. But, like, they establish the idea, I think, too, that the rules the rules aren't <laughs> as, so good as we thought. Like, in the first movie, the rules are basically established to, you know, so they have this continental thing where no business can right. be conducted. And then when... um. Uh, I can't remember her name, but the 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 woman who tries to kill him in the first movie does her thing. Uh, she gets killed for it. But now, yeah, in these movies, we see those same rules at the end of this one, and then going into the next one, being like used against John Wick, and they flip it where now it's like, hey, wait a minute, like, <laughs> and it becomes it be- it's it more and more becomes less about a movie about a guy. It still is, but a, a guy who's, um, you know, just lost it and is lashing out, and it they become more about movies about how, like, your job sucks, <laughs> and, like, the rule, you know, like, everything sucks, <laughs> and you want, it's, it, it, it almost, be, it has, like, the same message as, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> where it's like, yeah. wouldn't you want to go after all your bosses and, and, and kill them, is, <laughs> I think, <laughs> what the, what the series is turning into, you know? Hell yeah! Happy three sixteen day. <laughs> yeah, uh, as we yeah, like a, particularly three, like really kind of brings like hammers down the rules and how there really is no interpretation on it. But like, but you can negotiate those rules, so they're it's not like they're in completely good faith all the time either. Like you can make deals and stuff like that. But that yeah, that's more so in three. But I I, I do like that. But I I think that this movie sets up the idea really well that like. Because because uh, Santino puts that seven million dollar hit on John, and it's it's it is it is pretty cool to like see John just kind of have to defend himself against like all odds, and then it's even more fucked up in the third one when like your one safe haven is taken away. So it's yes. like this guy is never safe. By the way, when everybody is trying to kill John, um, I think it's between the common fights. And he fucking murders those dudes with the pencil. Jesus yes. Christ! After with the fucking Jesus. pencil, <laughs> as they've established so many times. Oh, I'm just, I'm watching the scene on YouTube right. Fuck! Oh my god! <laughs> I love that in general, like because that's that's where like that's I think oh. where they're really starting to cook up the like oh let's do like a diverse type of of fights, you know? So like yeah, he's fighting some guys here with the pencil. There's the lady with the violin gun, and then there's, like, a sumo guy, you The know? giant sumo who he just popped, like, six times in the head. Yeah, oh, my God. He, does, he starts to get up, and he has to shoot him again. Like, come on. <laughs> Dude, this, this fucking pencil scene might be the most brutal kill scene I've ever seen. It's so... Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. 
It is, if you have not seen this in a long time, people listening to this, go and YouTube it right now. And, oh, oh my god. It's fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, lo- I love that he's, like, not safe and, and all that. And, like, dude, the the one of the best moments of the movie is when... Uh, actually, so, so I think that the Street Beggar gang is, like, a really cool idea. But... Man, seeing Lawrence <laughs> yeah. Fishburne as like the Bowery King is just like hell yeah. It's so <laughs> it's like so rewarding to like see I'm like, such him and Keanu together. I'm it was so <laughs> awesome. I'm a total dork, and so this is kind of embarrassing, but like when I saw it I saw it in theaters, you know, for the first time, and like it took I lost my breath. I was like, oh Ugh. oh fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I did not know he was in the movie. Uh, and so it, yeah, it just kind of blew me away and it's, and I, yeah, I don't know. It's awesome. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, and it, like, it wouldn't have been the same with like any other two actors, but it was just so, it was so Dude, fantastic. It's, po- it's and, a powerful and, moment. The movie, yeah. uh, the movie note is like, it's, I, I love that it's like, okay, one, we said it's silly, right? And it's also like meta. And it, it knows it. It's aware. You know? Yeah. He, like, and they, they do things like they reuse lines from the Matrix, <laughs> you know? Um, and they, well, they also just straight up copy, like, scenes from other action movies that they thought were cool. But they do all this stuff and they, and they, and they play on all this stuff. Um, but I love that it's like, it's totally sincere. You know what I mean? Like, someone doesn't go like, oh my God, get Morpheus is here. You know what I mean? Like, they they do all this wacky shit, this goofy shit, but they take it so seriously, and that's I think what makes it work is because it's it is just ridiculous, but it's awesome at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I love I, it. One one thing about this series, I think I'm sure I must have said this on our first John Wick episode, but I'm going to reiterate it here because I I just like love it, and it's like it's just so awesome. Like I I love whenever John is like talking to someone, and it's like. Winston, John, and they just like say each That's- other's names just so dryly like that. Like it's so or like BC and yeah or like, I don't know. You? It just it gets me. Yeah, uh, I love it. That yeah, it, that um, that's how I remembered the name of the girl in the first movie. It's Perkins because he goes Perkins. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, like yeah, or like how many? I love it. Like how many times they're just like. Are you are you pissed, John? And he's yeah. Like and people <laughs> like I saw actually a thing. Someone I'm I'm gonna get mad about random people right now, but someone posted uh, a clip of Keanu from the trailer of the new one. They they like the clip where he's like, "I'm gonna need you to give me a gun," which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> and someone's like, "Yeah, we we all just love Keanu, even though he's a bad actor." And it's like, "No, he's fucking awesome!" Like, are you, he has? I think um, like one of my one of my friends put it as like he had he has like this strange charisma, but he has a presence. Like he's captivating, and yeah, he says things in like strange ways that other people don't normally say but like <laughs> it's it it feels like i don't know it feels like he has a presence and a charisma and like it fits his character so well he has such a unique character and i hate that people say he's a bad actor it pisses me off <laughs> uh, it's just like i don't know i feel like it's 
almost like a stylistic choice. Like he clearly has a like a charisma about him because like he's been a movie star for so long. He's a and he star, keeps, <laughs> and like he he is like a star. Like he's the star of like I can't think of many Keanu movies where he isn't like the top billed actor. Like maybe in a few ensemble pieces here and there, but like you know, like the the dude's a star. Like and, and he's been a star for over twenty years, so it's like clearly he has. He's doing something right, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know that people would say that, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a a quote unquote great actor in the traditional sense of the word. But like, fuck it. He has like a presence and a, you know, like, well, I I would say, yeah, like he doesn't like he doesn't say things like like any other person. He's he sounds like Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's. I just, I, yeah, it's just like there's so much like Winston. Like I, lo- I love, I love that. Shit. He just has to say one thing, and it's just like it feels threatening. It feels like like polite. It feels I don't know. It's just I love it. I there's probably I, like I love it. Ten separate occasions between all the movies where his only line is yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> or BC and yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I love that in the first one. Vigo will yeah. kill me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh, man, um, I love it. Yeah, it, it's it's so awesome. I actually, I have to tell you something, and I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but I, like, I actually, I'm not as charmed with, like, Lawrence Fishburne as his portrayal in this movie, but, like, I totally get why, he, like, he's a little bit over the top, mm-hmm. but, like, I, I totally get why he is, because, like, you know, what, what do you want him to do? Kind of like play Morpheus in, in John Wick like that, that might've not been, I don't know if that would have been like uh great either. Yeah. He's a little over the top, but, uh, but I like, I, I don't love it, but I, I like that. It's different. If that makes sense, <laughs> you know, uh, like, I, like I, 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 it's not my favorite, but I like it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I mean, I, I like it. I feel like, cause I know from, I don't re- remember a lot of the info, as freshly but i remember i went through all the movies like all the special features and i was like you know i like catching the little interviews and i remember um i remember with willem dafoe i remember the a lot of input he gave on his character like he got to inform a lot of it and it really seems like um uh chad stahelski and all them like i think they since that like that's not really their forte i think they kind of like trust a lot of the actors like when they want to bring things to the table so like i don't know what you know what their full idea was was with lawrence fisherman's character but it really does feel like it's him just kind of like going hard (laughs) he's having he's having the time of his life (laughs) yeah sometimes it's a little ridiculous but i i don't know i i love it but i wonder if like i was actually kind of thinking about this because i was i was like okay like what are some of my like favorite Lawrence Fishburne movies. Obviously The Matrix. I love him in Hannibal. I love him in Event Horizon. But I was like, he's he's usually like a fairly reserved type of like actor or whatever, right? Like or yeah. or like a powerful actor, but he's 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 rarely like goofy. I can think of a and few. I was like, okay. And they're the same kind of role. Not not to the Bowery King, but these two I think are kind of similar in one is in 
like Batman versus Superman or whatever, or Man, Man of Steel, I guess, right? He, isn't he the he's the newspaper dude? Oh, he's he's Perry, whatever. Perry, yeah. and he's yeah. like he's like constantly like roasting them, and he's got a lot of one liners that are really good. And then he also has that same kind of role in um, Mission Impossible uh, Four, where he's he's like the director or whatever. And he's like, he's like constantly giving them shit and he's got all these, you know, just a, a, a hilarious like one-liners that he hits him with all the time. And it, rem- <laughs> it rem- this is like, I feel like if either of those characters like went completely insane, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> he does yeah. have a lot of those like, you know, uh whatever like we're going to arby's or whatever <laughs> like just ridiculous it, things like who wrote did that person write that or did he say that it's it's nice to see to see him having fun in this movie that's and christmas it's, you know, it's nice. yeah. <laughs> would somebody um, get this man a please gun? <laughs> yeah it's it's awesome but i love like the whole idea too it's just like it's so ridiculous and outrageous but like it seems like the perfect way to stay invisible and learn a bunch of stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah, so it's ridiculous. a cool idea. <laughs> like, I'm that's where it's like I'm starting to be convinced that there's no like in this reality, especially at the end where he stops everyone in at Central Park. Like, where is there any human who is not connected to the crime? <laughs> No, they're they're all in it. Like, but everyone, every every person, it's like the fucking Matrix, actually, where everyone goes out and lives this fake life, but secretly they have a double life where they're like part of some crime <laughs> interconnected crime organization. Maybe that's like the idea because oh, that, that scene does feel very Matrixy, eh? <laughs> like at the end where everyone just fucking stops. It's like, oh my god! Like, wait, how'd you close Maybe down they- the part? You know. <laughs> Maybe, like, there's some admin staff in there, too, though. Like, not everyone's an assassin, you know? We got the people off-duty work at the the crime shop who put in their hits and stuff. I don't know. All I can maybe see is, like, maybe he's got... They've got some people that work for, like, whatever, the, 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 the government, right? And they got permits to shut down the park for the day. And then he hired yeah. a bunch of assassin actors... <laughs> to come in Shit. and pretend to be like they're hanging at the park. When Winston, you know, we haven't talked about Winston really much this movie, and I feel like Winston doesn't have like a ton going on in here, kind of until the end, actually. But uh, Winston, yeah, he he has some pretty badass moments in here, especially when yeah. he's like he's like telling Santino how fucked he is. What does he say? Um, I wrote it down. You stabbed the devil in the back. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit, <laughs> like this guy is so fucked. Yeah, and he was, which is great, but Yeah, Winston uh. Well, I like I was just gonna say it looks like in the next one, Winston like and the Bowery King are like hanging out with John together, which is like these are both like Winston's a little more reserved, but like he's also ridiculous. <laughs> like oh, Ian McShane yeah. is also like hamming it up and Especially, I feel like in the third one, you know, where he's oh, he's he's shining in the third one. He's having do a what great you time do best, John. Hunt, hunt. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You you should check out uh, American Gods. I think I don't actually. I don't know if you would like it or not, but Ian mm. McShane is like eleven out of ten in that movie. It's it's there's, it's it's great. Yeah, there's a lot of Ian McShane stuff. I still have yet to see that I want to. 
Um, you, um, if you, you should watch Hot Rod if you haven't. Okay, I'll check that out. <laughs> he played. We got to we got to talk about this museum <laughs> okay. sequence. Yeah, let's you know how I was saying Rome is like a favorite, but the museum is like right up there because again, like the lighting is so sick and like the the visuals and like the mirrors, like fuck, it just it looks so awesome. Like it looks so spectacular and like I I actually kind of like admired. Um, Ruby Rose at the end because like she clearly was no match for John, but she kind of went out mm. and uh, and died anyways. Especially yeah. for that shit heel Santino, who didn't care about her. That's kind of felt bad for her. I was a little disappointed. I, I will say because like I think they they are thinking realistically like he he t- he like towers over her or whatever. Yeah, but like I feel like they could have they could have done more like that fight is weirdly i think a little too short and maybe it's because we already did the thing with common but like i feel like they they built her up as like she was gonna be like a formidable you know mini boss for him and i feel like it was a step down from common you know what i mean i i think that's fair i think that's definitely fair perhaps like in hindsight they should have swapped the two and maybe common was like the main event but I, I actually, I don't mind that a little bit, because it was like, it was like, if, if they were going to do common first, like, I, I don't know if I was ready for, like, another full-out, like, you know, brawl to the same effect, and, like, she was, she was okay, like, fighting-wise, she, I mean, she was no match, but, like, I thought that she was, like, you know, just okay, and, um, I, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know if you're supposed to feel, like, pity for her at the end, but, like, I kind of did. I I kind of like that till the end she like is kind of a a shithead a little bit like like she's not as much as Santino but she's she like doesn't she like flip him the bird at the end you know like something like that and again they're like BC and ya which yeah, which I love that's the, yeah. I I actually was kind of wishing that they would have had to uh that they would have got a drink together in the Continental but they never did yeah I like it felt like too bad. I got the vibe when she died that it was like like the bee seeing you and and i guess it's it's just you know it's sign language so the tone or whatever but i f- it felt like a like hey fuck you buddy <laughs> type one but that's i don't know maybe oh, i think I that's totally it. what it was okay. yeah no i i think for sure it's just like it's such a cool scene like the the fight scene it's almost like a like a house of horror kind of scene and like yeah i think that one yeah I, uh, I don't know like i just i felt bad for her like at the end I really did. Especially because, like, when John is stabbing her at the end, she looks, like, so irate at him. Just because, I mean, like, she knows she's about to die, which, like, I'd be mad, too. But, yeah, I, I kind of dig it, actually. Yeah, I think it was, uh, Enter the Dragon, uh, homage with all the mirrors and shit. Yeah. Shout out. Oh, so, <laughs> so sick. And then, yeah, we got, we got the grand finale where John Wick, I, you know, Okay, I have to admit, I I wasn't in like the state of mind this, but I was I was I went to bed after watching John Wick two, and I was kind of thinking to myself, like it seems so ridiculous that John would kill Santino on on just like from a practical logical standpoint, because like he's fucked if he does that, and he is fucked after he does it. But I was kind of thinking too, like what other choices did he have? Because there was this seven million dollar contract on his head, and Santino was going to stay in the Continental for like the foreseeable future. So like, really, unless John was also going to stay there, like what other, 
I don't know what other choice he really had if he needed to get revenge on Santino, which it like obviously seems like he did. His only other choice was to like run away, basically, which obviously yeah. we know John's not going to do. Well, I, st- I don't know. I-, I still think like I think from the first movie this carries over. They abruptly change this, but like at this point, it's still I still get the sense that he's like he's a man with nothing to live for. You know what I mean? Like we saw him. Basically, he had a death wish or whatever, and so I think at that point is like nothing mattered other than like killing this guy. You know, what I getting mean? his guy, the, yeah, the revenge, yeah. yeah. Which is then that's uh, they switch it in the third one. He wants to live to remember his wife. That's part of I think the the they've they've done a a heel face swap essentially. You know what I mean? <laughs> like now John Wick, yeah, like like fuck the the continental and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, John wick, he's trying to live to remember his wife. And I guess that's still the struggle in that movie too, is like, do you want to be the Baba oh. Yaga? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? I think he, he pulled the trigger cause you know, he just got done with all that ordeal he was dealing with. He got his yeah. picture back. John Lake was is fixing his car. Uh, oh yeah! Shout out to Johnny Legs. He doesn't show up for very often in this movie, but uh, no. it's cool to see him for. And a then bit. not in the third movie, but I'm hoping. No, I'm praying. Oh please, God, give Aurelio. He's got to come back. I see. I think in the fir- first one, especially, I think he had such a small. He had a smaller role. I think, like a lot of the bigger actors, they got like. They they were lucky to get him, <laughs> type thing. Uh, even, yeah. They had Willem Dafoe, obviously, but you know what I mean. Like, um, whereas now you're seeing, like, they're I think they're each one like they're kind of getting a little more star studded. Like this new one, a little got, bit, but like not totally like actually. A, a a particular type of star, like uh, like I think Halle Berry is an inspired choice in in they, three. Oh, they've like all that, been used really. Well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about three. And, uh, dude, so another absolutely sick opening where John is running for his life. Oh, I love this, this. This motherfucker just, oh my god, the library book kill Ernest. is, again, sickening. Yeah, Ernest. I, John. <laughs> this one of my, this is one, oh. one of my favorite scenes in the whole franchise is this little moment with Ernest. I I am completely captivated by this character. I love him. Just I don't know. It's I think the the guy who plays him, he's a he's an NBA player. Um yeah. uh he's seven foot four. Well, he's fucking ginormous, yeah. And he ha- he has this charisma, this presence where I was like, oh I want to know Ernest's backstory. And their fight oh. is awesome. Like how he's like he's like with one hand he's bawling his head you know and he's slamming him into the bookshelves and then like the book kills and like the oh my god that's like oh my god Fuck. this movie starts so strong and it and it does like i love all these different like they right away have these different sorts of fights and i love that it started with just this like kind of intimate fight you know between just one on one a struggle, no music, you know what I mean? It, like, ugh. I was, yeah, it got me when I first saw it. And it still does. It was awesome. I, I can't say that I think the kill was, like, as brutal as that pencil one, but it was 
fucking awesome. And then I I have to maybe I should correct myself because this next fight might be the sickest fight in the whole series. Like oh oh my, it's God. my favorite. It's my favorite fight for sure. It this the fucking fight in the knife shop. First first of all, it's like hilarious when they like start looking around and they're like, oh shit, there's knives everywhere. They're, like, this, they're oh, here we a, go. I saw someone yeah. refer to it as like a knife museum <laughs> or something. Like, where, what is? I think that's what it's supposed to be, actually, or I don't know something. Like, there's the thing. It's, I just love when they're just like they realize they're like, oh shit, this is what's so sick. The way they, well, I want to shout out the the one. I forgot what it's a. It's a reference to some old western where he he puts down the gun together for the one shot. Wow, yeah, oh, that was cool. Yeah, uh, but then yeah, the knife scene is so awesome. I love. Just like the like, uh, just the way some of them hit. It's so visceral, like so intense. Oh, but there's also there's humor oh. in it also. Like it intercuts yeah. with humor, you know. That's that's just very natural, you know. Like when they realize it as one, but then also like it's realistic. I, but like when the knives are like not all of them are sticking. It's also hilarious. I so I got this scene up right now. Holy fuck! Like just the way. Like throwing these knives in their in their heads and like just the guys are getting punched in the balls. It's just like <laughs> oh my god! And the the fucking the kill like with with the knife where it goes like right into his head is the slow sickening. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Oh this this scene is so awesome. Like probably the best shot, best crap. Yeah, I'm gonna change it. Like I don't think the location is as cool as Italy or the catacombs or like the mirrors or whatever. But like. The work in this scene is like, yeah, fuck it. God, it looks so good. This is where I think like some my favorite movies are ones where I feel like, like it. Ooh. I feel like every sort of emotion, and this scene is one Dude. because it's like, like the the action is impressive, but it's also like scary and brutal and violent. Especially, it's so tense. You know, when he's doing the knife thing, but like I said, it's also like hilarious at, at times. Uh, the oh, some of the I'm, spots, and that and like I'm just watching the spot where he like slowly pushes the knife in his oh. eye, like fuck, yes, <laughs> like Jesus. So it's like it like fluctuates from all those, and it makes it's like all these weird things, and then at that part you're just talking about it, it like then boils it down to this really tense, like nasty, nasty moment. And when it, I remember watching that in theaters. I, I was with my dad too, which was fun, but we were in a crowded theater and. You could just feel like the tension in the room. Everyone, you could feel like I was wincing. Oh. Everyone was wincing, but then that one guy starts to move, and he picks up the axe and fucking throws <laughs> it across the room, and everyone fucking starts laughing. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. they do a good job of like catching you off guard with that sort of thing. It is. It's just an unbelievable like action scene, and it, yeah, it it has everything it looks fucking awesome it's vicious it's funny it's well shot now i want to watch this scene i should be watching this too i I had it up on youtube (laughs) even like right before the eye there's a moment where john like he's fighting this bald dude and he kind of stabs him on the top of the head with the knife and the knife isn't very like deep oh he has to like he fucking hit it when he punches it oh my god and again i love i love um the uh the knives fucking bouncing off of them sometimes is so funny to me. Fuck. Like, it, it, oh my God. It's just, it is absolutely incredible. It's, it's an outrageous scene. It's 
yeah, so it's, well it's choreographed. Maybe one of the best. So yeah. well choreographed. Uh, they get um, they just get the details. I want to po- point oh. out in a lot of the scenes, even be- before this movie, since the beginning. I think it shows because they're stunt men. You know, like they really care about the choreography, but they get all the little details right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. it's indescribable, but they get they like the knives bouncing off is one, but like I love how they always pace like they make the all the reloads in the movie feel important like sometimes yeah sometimes they're in the action scene sometimes even when they're between action scenes like the way they choreograph even the reloads you're like oh fuck you know what i mean (laughs) and like even to like expand on something that you just mentioned like the when he's like pushing the knife into the dude's eye like it's barbaric and grotesque and it kind of is is like a reminder almost it's just like these are like not good people. Like, <laughs> no, these are, these are bad people. You know, which I I think is like awesome and serves the story as well because like that's who John is trying not to be anymore. Ugh. Yeah, just yeah, some oh, of these. Fucking, th- it's awesome. This they had this in the second one, but like you remember in Commons fight where they they like keep trying to pull out the gun to like try and use it, but they can't. But they're like firing mm-hmm. it, and it's like by their head. This this one has one like that where a guy's trying to shoot him in the knife scene, but he throws a knife into his arm and it sticks to the ground. But like, you know, the gun goes off, like when he hits it, there's like just a lot of good, like, you know, like these specific details that just, Oh, I love it. (laughs) It's fucking incredible. And again, if you're listening to this, go watch this clip. The search John Wick knife scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Um, I remember the, uh, I think the director for John Wick not that long ago came out and said, like, the Oscars should have, like, a best stunt category. Oh, totally. And, like, I agree. Hell yeah. I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, you mentioned earlier that you think that Santino is the best heel in the series. Yeah, yeah. But I might suggest that the Adjudicator is the best heel in the series. And she's a different type of villain. She's different, because, like, I think that, like, Yosef and, and Santino are, like, kind of, sm- like, slimy shit heels that, like, you just want to see get come up in so bad. But I, I think that the Adjudicator is, like, not slimy, but, like, smarmy. Like, she knows that nobody can touch her. She knows that she's powerful and she's not afraid to flex her power. But, like, you know, she also makes these, like backdoor deals and stuff mm-hmm. like that too that kind of go against like the rules even though they're they're in service of the rules i think she's like an awesome villain and like very self-assured as well which i think kind of adds to her like persona because like santino and and yosef were like you know kind of cowardly and like she i mean she goes right up to like all these guys like the the bowery king like winston john wick and it's just like like, you know, she, she's got like she's got stones on her. So I kind of I kind of dig the adjudicator. Actually, I know not a lot of people love that no, character, I, but I like it too. I think because this is where, in particular, I think the series is takes the turn. It, maybe it's just this movie, but I think it's where the next one's gonna what it's gonna deal with too. But the idea of just like like that character represents like bureau- the bureaucracy more than anything. Or, yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, like um, it's like it's like this cool institution that you thought was like badass and shadowy and slick is like actually like 
not it's like any other big corporation yeah it's like know? it's like your job like grinding you down it's <laughs> what yeah what i think it <laughs> is and just like flattening everyone you know showing up to all these characters you love and like not even just you know just like rolling right over them all you know like i love that yeah yeah, yeah i i do like yeah. this character a lot it's um and then I, I like I think that she's like pretty awesome. I liked positioning her as sort of the opposite to Winston cuz like in the final battle, you know, they're they're both just like sitting there <laughs> like chilling. I love that too. Yeah. Like that but like they both have this like feeling of like they just wield so much power that they don't even have to get their hands dirty, you know. <laughs> and, and and like I I kind of like too that like killing them is like just completely unthinkable. Like no one would dare you know, harm either one of them, especially the adjudicator. Yeah. Oh, oh, especially not because Winston, you know, that that becomes like fair game. But it's like mm-hmm. John Wick wouldn't do it out of out of love as opposed yeah. to fear, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that she's great. And then like this is actually like I, I don't know. I know I keep saying it, but like this is another just absolutely sick action sequence. So John gets uh gets passage he goes to um he goes to one of the crime bosses uh whose name i can't remember but it's a it's kind of a cool scene and like he trades uh a crucifix oh. for, like safe passage to casablanca well, this is what the, this is a Fuck. crazy lore thing that's one where i think some people might be like this is insane but i love it because it's supposed it's like him going back to like his home gang essentially yeah, I, I thought that was cool. And he, like, like uh, I actually loved li- later in the movie too when they like stab her through the hands. Oh, like yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah, Angel- Angelica uh, yeah, Houston cool. is all, like another one of those. Just like, yeah, just a great choice. They get so many like interesting choices for these characters and let them let them be these outrageous type characters. But uh, there, there's the, the the lore then is like I, they decided on like John Wick's ethnicity basically, so they're they. He's like Romani, I think it is. Um, but like, uh, I like the lore of like his real name is Jardani Janovich or something. It's like so insane, but I, I, I love it. I, I don't know. I'll keep, I'll keep eating that garbage up. <laughs> keep giving me the lore. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty like stoked for that continental show and like all oh, the, and the other There's supposed to be like, like the oh. ballerina movie also yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll drink that. Hell garbage. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll consume that content. Like, yeah, no problem. I, I love they you uh, go down and you see like that they train, you know, they train the girls to be ballerinas and then they got the boys wrestling and, and they're, yeah. they're like, Oh, does it remind you? Like, so you get, you're kind of like seeing like, how he was brought up, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Without like flashbacks yeah, I, I think and the stuff. Whole thing was cool. Just yeah. You know, it's like it's it's like subtle. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. Not that like flashbacks would be bad. I'd be fine with flashbacks, it's, but I don't know. It's like simultaneously like a ridiculous thing, but also subtly done, I think. It's strange. <laughs> uh yeah, they commit. So he gets John, John and Casablanca, I think, is, like, so fucking sweet. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It looks so awesome. Like, the whole setting is awesome. And John has a marker of his own, which really shouldn't be surprising. It seems like he should have a bunch of them. And he gets fucking Halle Berry, who's, like, the manager of the hotel there, to to get in on, on the action. And she is awesome, man. They, th- that whole fight, like, when, when they go out to see, uh, uh what, the fuck, coin, whoever the they, they go see. 
the coin guy, yeah. They, like, they make Halle Berry, let me rephrase, they make Sophia, like, the character that she plays, they make her look, like, just a star. Like, they make her look like a yeah. star in that, like, fuck, she looks good. She looks, like, as good as John, and, like, I love, I actually forgot that, um, that this dude fucking shot her dog. I was, yeah. I was like, no! Uh, there again, though, uh, like, no, he's fine. Uh, he's got tactical doggy uh, armor. That what like that was like you remember when we were watching the Mario Bros movie and Yoshi saves Daisy and then gets stabbed and it was like yeah and no, like oh yeah. no it was like the opposite of that it was like no because and then, then you get to see the, the fucking, dogs do stunts oh my god when he fucking comes up and he like the dogs are going crazy on all these guys it's just like fuck yeah it's like it's such again it's like a different element to the fight it adds so much like like she was awesome i love the gimmick of like her dogs it was awesome like the the setting was amazing just like another like it's it's almost like the fight scenes and like they're almost all so good that they almost are starting to like not blend together but it's like you almost just expect it like you almost it's you don't actually appreciate like how incredible these fight scenes are like this <laughs> yeah this moroccan shootout it's dude, crazy oh yeah. my god it's <laughs> they do a bonkers. lot <laughs> they do a lot in it it's long too and like a lot of long shots yeah oh my god this has one of the funniest the the funny reload gag where john and the other two guys are like both out and it's like who can reload the fastest to and he kills them both oh, oh i love it <laughs> yeah that was awesome i i i'm sure well actually i don't know do you think we'll like Halle Berry to me seems like of of any of like kind of the the fun characters that we've seen in the movies like like the one that might actually come back like I'm pretty sure Common ain't coming back you know yeah although maybe I don't I know mean, I think they implied that Common like lived he, uh, yeah he, I, so I think it's possible but um but yeah, I don't know I mean if there was a shot of like him in the He's not in. He's not in the. He's in the desert. I don't think he's in the same desert. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know. But I. I think it'd be cool. I, I hope. I hope Halle Berry comes back. I. I would be down for more like Sophia John adventures, or even just like. I actually thought for a while that they were thinking of making like a solo John Wick film with. Uh, with Halle Berry. That'd be like cool. so, something set in that universe. I, I remember I heard that, but I would be down for that. Cause I thought she was like really great. And like, I actually, so like I said, this is the first time I'd watched it since the first time I'd watched it. Um, and I, I remember her being in more of the movie, but he, she was actually in here for like, a like a short amount of time. Like it wasn't, it wasn't anything like too, too long. So it kind of, it's kind of nice. Cause it kind of like leaves you wanting a little bit more, which I think is all like always good. Yeah. I'm wondering, <sighs> I'm wondering, like, if the next one will have, like, a character like that. That's something that's been cool. And I think in all three, they kind of present a character that's almost like an, a, a contemporary of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, another version of him. So you had Common and then maybe Willem Dafoe. Or, uh, I'd say Willem Dafoe, Common, um, and Halle and Berry, Halle Berry are, are kind of the one. I think Donnie Yen is probably going to be that guy in the... Yeah, I know. Fourth? I know he's like a hitman, but I I was thinking like he might be fill more of the henchman role. But maybe I'm putting the label now. I'm starting to assign it labels. It's starting to remind me of like 
uh, the Bond movies <laughs> where it's like, okay, who's your favorite villain? Who's your favorite henchman? Who's your favorite Bond girl? <laughs> or, you know, and like, s- like not every movie like has those one-to-one roles, but I'm like in that headspace right. now. Cause I actually think it's cool. Like that's a cool type of character of like, like a coworker. It's <laughs> so essentially what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a world where it's like all crime, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to punch in and do the job. Um, okay, I would. You know how I said earlier there was like one moment in in John Wick three that held it back a little bit for me. There's actually okay. two. There's there's actually two. I think, I think like the walk in the desert bit and like walk until <laughs> okay, and then like okay. he just like randomly gets found. I was like, okay, uh, like okay, like I I don't know. I could maybe buy like go go to like a certain point in the desert and wait for like a day until you pass out but i don't know that that one was like it was a little bit much for me and also like john gets fucking like rolled over by two cars at this point as well and i was like oh my god so it was it's a little too far for me that that particular scene i I don't know if you had any problem with it or not i don't i do i i would agree that it is it's like a lot of things where it's 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 over the top for sure. But I I I buy into the premise at this point, especially that literally everyone everywhere knows him that this the high table is so like all encompassing that yeah, it's like yeah, you just you literally don't find them. They know where you are though. They always will know where mm-hmm. you are. Uh like everyone yeah. everyone knew right away John Wick was in Morocco. You know what I mean? Like this guy cannot move around. So yeah, like yeah, the way to find him, the 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 way he said it, I th- I think is just be you know it's just being flowery <laughs> with the language. But I essentially think the idea is yeah, like they'll just find they'll find you essentially. Yeah, I I thought that the elder was also like kind of like okay, like I, I thought he was just kind of like okay. Like I feel like that's a hard thing though. Is like you've kind of you've built up and now there's like there's this one guy above yeah. the high table. So it, it feels like it should be like a big deal, like who that guy is. And I kind of feel like he was like just a guy. Like, like he okay. was just kind of like a dude, you know? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I thought, I thought he was good, but yeah, I think it is hard to like live up to the, just the mystique, you know, like that's, that's what I was saying. Like as they pull the curtain back, like it, it will eventually maybe demystify it. So I think like maybe right. whoever you put in that role, it might've been, hard but i don't know I, I agree yeah i think that's that's maybe a role where they could have used like a big star and okay off the top of my head I, I can't remember who plays that role but yeah i actually um, don't, I don't know. know like i uh yeah i'm not sure off the top of my <laughs> head but yeah i don't know it, it was fine um but then then like i love the scene where john comes back to new york and like he's I, I feel like it was, like, kind of, at, at, at times, like, hard to follow. But I think, like, it was purposely supposed to be like that. Because, like, the the gang and, like, Zero, the, the assassin that has been hired to take out John, is, like, almost... So, it almost looks like they're working with John. And you're like, okay, well, like, does the adjudicator, like, just want John to kill Winston now? Or, like, kind of what's going on? And I love that, that the dude, uh, that the elder asked him to kill Winston. I thought that was great. <laughs> kind of a nice little little i don't know 
yeah slight or like a different a different uh something you weren't expecting well yeah and he has to he has to like assassin's creed his ring finger yeah. it's so that's it's so like on the nose but he gives him his the wedding ring or whatever you know <laughs> uh oh. I, I i was eating that shit up but yeah that's what really sold that scene on me and that the and i did like that they were like well, we're not gonna we're like not gonna make it easy on you you still have to do it oh yeah he's like uh, like until you do it you're still excommunicado you still have this bounty on you like good fucking luck pal like yeah you know i, I love that I, I think that the fight in the continental was like awesome but i i don't know i i do i don't i wouldn't say it's like one of the top fights in the series even though you finally kind of see sharon get in on the action which was amazing that was um, cool I and mean, i think it was like it was a really solid fight like a really solid scene but uh i don't know maybe it's almost like we've seen almost too many amazing fights in this movie so far that it's just like mm. okay like take a breath like I, I don't know i don't know if you feel the same way or not but i was kind of just like yeah this this is like solid it's solid i can see that i yeah there it's still like in ev- i mean it's still awesome yeah that's of the thing is like in every part there's still like something that I think is awesome that happens. And it always, like, I know, I definitely know what you mean, but it just always wins me back. <laughs> it always wins me back. Um, you know, even even saying that, like, his fight with the fucking, I can't remember, uh, God, what is his name? The guy from the raid. Um, uh, anyway, like the, like the henchmen, the twins. Yes. God, that that was so awesome. That was incredible. That was, I think, better than the fight with Zero. Although, like I was saying earlier, I love when when he's just like, all right, it's time to be like the boogeyman and, and be John Wick. And he like disappears and stuff. And it's like, shit, <laughs> like this guy's in over his head. And like, I kind of love that he just like almost became supernatural fighting Zero. Like, I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. And it was cool to see. That's like... Sh- that another thing I like of just they're they're well one I want to rewind a little bit the motorcycle scene where there's guys with katanas oh, on yeah. motorcycles oh. I want to shout out that but that is um there's a movie from only a few years prior this uh, Korean movie called uh, the Villainess that ha- if you watch the scene it is like exactly like it but they 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 one hundred percent they said. This is like our like us shouting out that movie, which is strange to do, even though it just came out. But I thought that was mm. fucking awesome that actually that they did it, and I love like like the way they just incorporate all these things in is really cool. And then that's why I really love it when he's like fighting, you know, dudes from the raid, and then you've got um, Mark DeCascos as like the final boss here so shout out to jimmy lee (laughs) um but yeah like they're just you know there's pulling like they just get all they they're like wearing all their influences on their sleeve you know and i love that yeah i i love it even even like even a fight like this which i wouldn't say is like in the absolute top tier of the series of like the series is still like incredible, like incredible, right? It's awesome. Like, it's, I love him getting oh. thrown into all the glass. Is fucking awesome. Oh uh, my god! Like especially after like the like eighth one, you're just like, how much more could this guy like physically take? Uh, yeah, awesome. the way they can do ninja shit in a completely clear room, <laughs> a completely glass room is awesome. 
Uh, oh, there was also that that fucking kill with the, the, sword? With the sword with the sword where he like Sli- slits his throat on Gnarly. it. Gnarly. And then I love. Oh. I actually just I want to shout out the character of Zero. I love they they establish that these these guys he like. I don't know what they're like assassins for hire, but he he calls them like his students. So he almost like trains them to be ninjas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I love the reveal, like that, like they're they like are fans of John Wick, <laughs> which I think is cool. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's cool, and it makes sense. Like, like oh man, I'm such a big fan. And, and, like even when you're even when Zero's dying, he's just like that was a good fight. <laughs> like I I don't know, it just. I'll catch yeah. up with you later, like, I, John. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't. That was I thought. I thought that was like a uh, a heavy line for John to say because usually he would just be like, "Sure" or something. But like, just yeah, that had some weight to it. And again, like a very Keanu style, like kind of delivery. Like only Keanu could make that line sound as impactful as he did. Like, no, you won't. Like, yeah, I was like. Shit. I love when they Shit. go both in in this one and in the last one with all the mirrors. They they go like super, you know. They're trying to go all heady, like John. Yeah, do you, is this the type of world you are from, John? Is this who you really are? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's you know, <laughs> I love it. It's it, it's a little goofy at times, but you know, I love. I but I mean, I think that's the only advantage that some of these guys have over. Like John Wick is like trying to fuck with his head, like because like he's a superhuman. So like, what else are you gonna well, do, I, right? Yeah, like, just even the movies trying to like get heady with it because they have zero and they're like, "I'm just like you, John," and John's like, "I'm nothing like you," <laughs> you know. And they're like, "We're we're both masters of death," and John's like, yeah. "He's trying to not be like that," you know. He's just trying to leave that life behind. These guys keep dragging him in. I I have to admit I've got another YouTube clip where he fucking just slit this guy's throat. Ugh. Oh my god! <laughs> I I fucking love when they're like, oh shit! And they're like, ah, uh, he's he's uh, not as good as he used to be or whatever. And but the other guy goes, but he is John Wick. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> they're helping him up, and he's I love Keanu going like, give me a minute, give me a minute. <laughs> And he takes off the belt, which earlier in the movie, when he goes to his his family, they like make him give up the belt. So I love that 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 comes back. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, let's talk. Let's talk about the ending of three because I think that that that's the other point that uh, we've talked about it, but is like that's a little much. Like the so the the ending is like the the adjudicator and Winston are having a parlay. And so Winston, by the way, is just like, I ain't stepping down. Uh, 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 you know, this is my hotels, and that's why they're attacking him. So the ending kind of has a, a parlay where, you know, they they agree to, to essentially settle their differences. And, uh, you know, basically to do that, Winston has to kill John, which I, I could totally buy that, like, they could... They might stage John's death and like still be in on it together, but like the that scene where he falls off the building, I was like, "Come on, yeah, this is too this is too far." Nah, it's all it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it like it's it's fine, but like it's just like this dude, this poor bloke has been beat up all they week do, or however long this journey has they been. They sell it though. And he just fell off a goddamn building. Obviously, he probably would not actually survive, but they sell it. He's super fucked up when he gets to. Uh, to the Bowery King, you know? 
The Barrett King is fucked up too. His face is all slashed. Yeah, that's like that oh, was another it. one. I was like, I definitely saw him get slashed to bits, but he's fine. Yeah, he's got bandages on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's okay. I, I'm okay with that. I, you know what? I I was okay with that too. I, I, was I like, don't mind. Sure, they, they bend the reality a little bit, but they they show him fucked yeah. up, which is all. I want to see them endure a little bit, you know. I I do want to see. I think I was missing from John Wick Three is that scene where like John comes out with like new suit, new guns, new, and like he's just fresh, and you know he's about to go on like a rampage. Not that he well, doesn't go on rampage. He got the but like you know what I mean. He got the black suit from the the elder is is his name, I guess. But he got the black suit to yeah. kill Winston. So there's kind of that, but that's the most R and R he got. So, yeah. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, I was thinking like, oh, if if this, I was expecting it to be the end, like, and I thought like, well, if they end us, this will be like the sickest, like movie trilogy <laughs> ever. But then we've already talked about like how I'm, I am okay with it going on forever. Um, but one thing that I, like, I kind of like this. So my worry was that like, like oh, by the end of this we're not at much of a different point as we were at the end of the other one. But I, I think, I think the taking down Winston and the Bowery King was pretty key for one. But what I, what I really realized they were setting up with the ending compared to the last one, um, that I, that I think could be cool if the, if it really is what they're going for in the new one, um, is that, at the end of two, it was like that he was running from the world and this whole movie, they, they established that right away. Like it's just about him trying to survive. Whereas now in the next one, it's about him like re becoming the boogeyman so he can take down, he's hunting them. You know what I mean? Like, I I think the elder is not long for this world in in the next movie. Like he, this dude better, better watch out. So I actually that so that if that is the direction, I think that that could be cool. That could be like it comes full circle, like because he yeah. he gave him the option, like oh, do you want to live to be the man who uh, loves and remembers his wife, or do you want to be the Baba Yaga bound to the high table? And it's like this this is like having your cake and eating it too, or it's like oh, he's gonna do both. He's gonna be the Baba Yaga on the high table, which so yeah, I'm I'm hyped. Like look, all the trailers, the movie looks amazing. I think so. Fingers crossed. It it, it looks incredible, and the response so far has been incredible. It's supposed to be the best one yet. Like that that's what I've heard actually consistently from all the reviews and stuff like that. So I'm I'm hyped. I have never seen John Wick in theater. I'm I'm hyped to see this and just like. Take all, take in all the action with like all the audience. It just, uh, I, oh, I'm so excited for for that. And yeah, like I think like this series is like so strong that like honestly they they could move on from John and like it would still be very captivating, very you know like like a very interesting, worthwhile series. Like even without Keanu, even without like all the principal players, mm-hmm. like the premise is just so like strong and exotic and enticing like it, they they really could do this forever if they wanted i think um yeah i think as long i i honestly think it's it's like the crew that they that they got uh and and like chad stahelski's crew i think 
that as long as it's like them making it and they're like committed <laughs> to it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it, it it seems like they're committed to just making like genuinely cool movies <laughs> and uh I feel like they've just they've just got their all the right they've got all the right uh details or something. You know what I mean? Like they've just got the right they they've got like a good <clears throat> formula, but it like it doesn't feel like a formula because like every movie is <coughs> felt distinct and different and like each fight like seems unique. But like yeah, they they've got they've got this intangible down that like this really like really works and like maybe maybe a bunch of that is kind of that charisma from Keanu that we were talking about earlier or maybe it's just like the locations are so strong like the action so str- like it's it's just like they've got something and normally I, I would kind of just be like all right like let's wrap this up let's give it an ending but I yeah I don't mind that this is going on because like each like each sequel I feel like has been earned and like tells a story that makes sense and builds off what has come before and it's it, it never has felt like okay like we like the studio wants another john wick movie or uh-huh. you know what i mean like and they and they've so yeah they've been doing that uh the at least the the producer has produced all these other you know movies that are like oh this is like a john wick kind of movie and they're all yeah they're all like they're all not as good but i'm actually like Maybe it's just like the style. Maybe it's just because it is just refreshing to see, like, attempts at real stunts and choreography. Like even in these knockoff movies, where it's like, even where they when they don't stick the landing, I like just am still happy to see that as like the B tier movies we're getting, you know, as opposed to mm-hmm. shitty knockoffs of Marvel movies, you know. Oh yeah, that's the damn truth. <laughs> um. So yeah. John Wick 2, John Wick 3, absolutely goaded movies. I can't wait for John Wick 4. And we'll we'll do an episode on John Wick 4 soon, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go yeah. see it like as soon as I can. I I don't know about you. Yeah, but... I, I'm going to go see it opening night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll probably do yeah, it soon. Yeah. Well, there I mean, there's going to be a lot of that. I don't know when does Mario come out, but it's we're probably both going to see that too. So yeah, yeah. The Mario comes out in April and uh like mid-April or something like that. And I actually have to say like you know, I I still think a Mario movie kind of look it's it's going to be what we thought it was. It'll go down easy, but you know what? It does look good. It it looks it looks fun. It looks like there's a lot of uh looks like there's a lot of stuff for Mario fans mm-hmm. in there, you know? I think yeah, which I, which I think is nice. I think it has potential to be pretty fun. Um I, it's probably just all for the trailers, but it, I am getting a little annoyed that if it, it feels like there's almost too much, there's all these like Easter eggs and all this shit. And it's like, I feel like they need to tone it down a little bit, <laughs> but I, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just cause I'm, it's all the trailers and they're like, look at this thing. Look at this thing. If there's something about it I, that feels like science, scientifically produced, like to get, hit the right ratio of Easter eggs. You know what I mean? I understand exactly what you're what you're trying to say. The the shit was made in a lab, and the the science is down, and it's very. But I, like at the same time, I think that like I think that for this project, for this like for this Nintendo project, like that I feel like that is okay. Just because they're 
you know, it's the first one in so long. I, I would be okay with this first movie look, just yeah, kind of being look, more safe. If it's like, if it's, yeah. well, I mean, it looks safe, but like, it's fine. It Like with a, I'm actually like asking for it to be like less outrageous. Like when I saw that they were also doing Mar- Mario Kart in it, I'm like, Come on, let's keep it basic here with the Mario movie. You know, like, <laughs> let's get the carts later. I'm I'm actually okay with it, but um, I think if it's just like a fine, safe, fun kids movie, like, I you know I I'm not actually mad about that. <laughs> uh, well, we we will not have to wait long to uh, to review that because it's I think it's out like literally in a month, so it's like right away, right away. But first, we're going to get to John Wick 4, which is, yeah. uh, I mean, that there's no question that John Wick 4 is going to kick ass. Yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really hoping, you know, like I, everything about it looks awesome. Everything about it looks awesome. But you talk, I think some of the things you mentioned, um, I feel like uh, as like negatives of the third could develop as we go on into detriments to the series in the long run. But I I do have faith. I, I have faith yeah. in this crew. <laughs> I have faith in this crew. I, I do too, because like even even those moments I mentioned, like like is is the desert like that? Is that thing like really like it's it's is that a deal breaker? Like no, of course it's not. And like maybe the thing with John falling down is like <laughs> a stretch, but I mean that's one thing in a trilogy so far that I would say is like egregious. And like you know, I I think that. I, I I'm I'm absolutely like confident that they're gonna knock it out of the park. Like I, I I'm I'm stoked. I, I I can't wait. Let's do it. So, Wicken yeah. wick until the end of time. There we go. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, uh, that is that's gonna do it for uh, for our show on John Wick one and two. Or I'm sorry, not one and two, two and three rather. Mm-hmm. Um. Which by the way, shout out to John Wick three for getting a subtitle. You'd love to see it. <laughs> Which the fourth uh, one doesn't, I think. Yeah. It makes, that pisses me off, actually. Yeah. You know what's really funny? So yeah, you you are a saint and you always upload stuff for me, like always, so I can watch uh-huh. it. But I was I was watching John Wick 3, and the version that you uploaded had like Italian subtitles anytime there were subtitles. Oh no. And it was <laughs> it was so fucking funny, because like there's those times like when they're saying words and it's like in big bold like red letters or whatever instead of like regular subtitles so it was like i don't know like ever to there or whatever oh <laughs> like that's so big... awesome <laughs> it was awesome so it was yeah it was great i was laughing my ass off whenever it happened so yeah shout out to uh to the italian <laughs> subtitles uh so yeah there we go John Wick two and three, chapter Parabellum. two, and we'll we'll do uh, we'll do John Wick four, chapter four, imminently. They're chapters. Chapter Don't four. forget. That's why it can be uh, oh. go on for the end of time because these are just all chapters in the, the right. book of John in the book of Wick. The book of Wick. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. The book of Wick, verse twenty four, chapter three. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna get out of here, but be sure to uh, to check us out over on uh, Twitter at Virtual Theater X at Spateri316 at Gooey Fame. And check us out over on Patreon because we got we got tons of stuff going on there. We got Banana Slamma. Oh, we got uh, tons of bonus shows. There's so much there. I It would take me too long to describe right now. But you absolutely have to go and check us out over on Patreon. One dollar. One dollar, by God, will we'll get you access to, uh, to hundreds, hundreds of bonus episodes. So uh, go and check that out. 
And uh, yeah, of course, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's it. That's all. We are out of here. And we will be back very soon for John Wick 4. Till then, everybody, take care. Be seeing you. <laughs>